On today's episode, we'll uncover where teams, leadership, and creativity align. Are you a leader trying to get more from your business and life? Me too. So join me as I document the conversations, stories, and advice to help you achieve what matters in your life. Welcome to Unbound with me, Chris Dubois. Michael McGruch is a strategist for business, personal, and global issues, and a creativity awareness educator. He works with individuals and teams to unveil and promote their limitless human potential through awareness that he's found in the wisdom of our common language, art, creativity. Michael, welcome to Unbound. Thanks for, for souping that, uh, turboing that so up, my bio. <laughs> Never heard it like that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, got to add a little pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Great to be here, Chris. We talked before. Um, um, it's always a pleasure seeing you. And um, yeah, uh, I am born in Vienna. Uh, I was a sick child. I went to school with seven and I couldn't, and basically it was like hitting the wall. Couldn't understand, was stuttering, couldn't read, couldn't regurgitate anything that's still till now. That's why I don't fit into any systems because I can't regurgitate, I can't prep. I don't prep for the podcast or anything because if I would prep, I would stutter and try to re- remember and then it would be a gone, goner. Yeah. So, but I'm really calm when it, when I'm right in, in it. Uh, like we talked about leadership, when I am in, you know, like in a hospitality business, when, when everything goes, you know, up and down, I, I'm just, the calm center in the middle. I, I you know, the, the, the more stress and hectic gets, the, the, the calm I get. So every human is for, you know, it's good for something, you know? Um, and uh, then I went to, you know, I, my survival was because I repeated two grades. I couldn't repeat grades anymore. I think the third time you can't re- uh, repeat grades. So I got a job in the hospitality and I, you know, I loved music. Um, I you know, was a DJ, was a uh, creative fashion shows, sold tape out of my tr- tapes out of my trunk. Uh, and by 30, I looked at my resumes and because I applied for a new job and I said, oh my God, I'm an artist. I'm an artist because I can't wait till the system or, uh, you know, the politics or religion or whatever, whoever hires artists says, oh, you're an artist, you know. Uh, I said, I am. I couldn't have been an accountant. I couldn't have been anything else. And I think that was a major decision. I said, I can't wait for somebody else telling me I'm an artist. I am just an artist and I'm doing art. And and I was right because uh, it carried me through. Uh, you know, I worked with Robert Evans, who did The Godfather uh, and Chinatown and Love Story. And I did, uh, was uh, Newport Beach Art co- commissioner i wrote six books on art creation uh and I, you know i got a grant for creating a new way of art education so everything was art anyway all the time so it was a, a good decision that i made with 30 but i really made it it wasn't like no i wait till i get liked by people or, or hailed as an artist or get an award i didn't yeah, I really like that concept where 
you know, don't wait to be told you're an artist, yeah. right? Just be an artist. Yeah. And it's the same with, with leadership, yeah. right? Like you don't have to wait to be in a leadership position. Yeah. Just go be a leader. Just do the yeah. things. Don't say that because um, there's so many leadership coach. I always ask, I said, the leadership, <laughs> I love the leadership. I was like, how many leaders are there? Because I see more leadership coach than ever, you know, everybody and everybody wants mm-hmm. to be a leader. So why would you want to be a leader? Oh, because then I don't have to do the dirty work. It's not about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think I did as much dirty work as a as a leader as I did yeah. when I you wasn't. Have to. So. <laughs> you have to. You have to do more because you have to show, you know, you wash the dishes. You wash the dishes. Hey, listen, this is how you wash <laughs> the dish. You know? <laughs> right. It was actually super uh, when I was up in Alaska for my uh, first duty station in the Army. Uh, it snows in Alaska. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people know that, but you have to shovel that snow and that's usually a soldier responsibility. Yeah. But we as leaders would often just go out and do it. If, you know, if we're the first ones at the office, why would we not help everybody and just clear, clear the sidewalk? And team is, um, team is boss. You know, that team is boss. It's, you're not right? outside of the team. You have a function as in the team. You are chain link in the, in the team. So whatever the team has to do to, to be the team, you clean up. You wash dishes, you right. you get the snow out, you know? See, it's a yep. complete different uh, perspective. You know, people are saying, oh, the, the guy sits with right. a white shirt in his corner office and just gives uh, gives directions. No, it's not. Nope. Uh, so you advocate for becoming more conscious and aware um, as individuals, yeah. right? just building awareness. What are some of the practical steps that our audience you know, could take away from this episode to for raising their own self-awareness. I think self-awareness is, is the king, is the king of everything. Because when you go, what is, when you do a job or you learn for something, what do you do? You get a lot of knowledge and then you don't get the job because they want the experience. And then somehow you get in and do an internship and whatever, but experiential knowledge is awareness. So when you were in the army, I couldn't tell you what's, I could talk about army, but I couldn't tell you what it was. And you couldn't tell me, you know, in the art probably. And I said, I did that. And I can't tell you from my experience, what I had to watch out or what, what, what to do. And that's awareness. And uh, most people will tell you the same thing. I mean, like we say the same things about leadership. We both have the experience of that. So we tell each other, ah, and then we align and say, ah, I feel the same way. And awareness is the most. And I think what hinders awareness is system uh, relevant. When you live a system relevant, and you are very system relevant, you know, in, in the army, you, it's completely system. But when, when you say the job is a system relevant job, but you, you are a human-centric being, and I think once you have that awareness, so are you living a human-centric life as a collaborative creator animal of nature, which we are part of, and give that priority, then the system relevance goes easy because you know who you are. You know you're not going to be a cook when you can't cook. You know, uh, you, 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 you know when you say, okay, I'm good with people, that's a human-centric trait. When you know, okay, I'm good with kids, I'm good with people, I'm good with dogs, I'm good with whatever. And then, and I understand, or I'm a total nerd, I understand all the technology and whatever. But once you figure that out in the human centricity by helping out people and and interacting, humans with humans, 
then it's easier to say, ah, perhaps I'm going to the army. I'm going to be a chef. I'm going to be in the hospitality business. And you juggle those two because we are collaborative creator, creator animals by nature. So we have to stand, we can create our own habitat, which is systems, the army, the religion, the politics, whatever. And we have to be the balance in between humans because we can create the, those things, those habitats, those artificial habitats, but we have to be kind of in, in between. And what happens today is, oh my God, the company is so good that the system is so great. I'm sacrificing my love. I'm sacrificing everything for the system. You know, uh, like, like, oh, Google and Apple is everything. My job is everything. I don't care about my wife. I don't care about this, you know? And you always have to think, because if you don't go, and, and the sad thing, this is the sad thing, when women, when mothers are feeling guilty, they have to go to a job because their kid is sick. That's what I'm trying to make people aware. If you have a team in, at work and say, hey, my kid is sick, the team say, okay, and the team works really, you know, it's not off for everybody's off for their own thing. So if it's a team, say, don't worry, stay home till Bobby gets healthy again, you know? And that's not anymore. People are sacrificing their life for system and thing. And the problem is all systems, and I found that out too, and I think that's important for your listeners to get. We are fish in water and we are like fish in water. And our water is a continuous lack, more money, more product, more sales, more, more, more. In nature, you don't have every harvest the best. You have two or three harvests that are broken down. And what happens is what I think is missing is enough as a value proposition, as an added value. If you get the financial principles, which is an outdated system that doesn't work, we obviously look at all the systems breaking down. Because they can't more and more and more. It, it, it just, it just no, no human wants to go back to work anymore because it's just too much, you know? It, and, 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 and so the, the people say, okay, um, if enough was something worse, then we can do degrowth. We can have a year and say, okay, this year is like a leap year. We, we don't expect GDP to, to rise. Just, you know, just to, to give people, uh, I'm not a financial, I'm not nothing. I'm I basically, I'm completely self-taught, but that's why I have an interesting perspective because that, I, you know, I think what in nature is balance, you know, the, 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 the natural is balanced. There's not a million elephants too many and said, okay, now the million, we have to, they have to die now. They starve. No, uh, nature is always balanced. And, and uh, hu humanity is in systems, it's always more and more and more. It's never balanced. And it's always expect to, 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 to deliver more, you know? Sure. So you've mentioned quite a few times now talking about balance yeah. and just the ability to find it, right? So if we're, if we're looking within nature, being able to understand yourself and become aware on that side, you can now, by better understanding yourself, you are able to see you as a part of the system, how you can better fit, right? Yeah. You might not be the best piece yeah. to fit in here. Um, how do you, how do you build, help people build awareness for like the trade-offs that they have to make, right? Like if uh, I think, with balance, I you're going to have to give something. I think for, for first, um, 
Okay, there is a emotional. You have feedback loops. You're angry. Mm -hmm. You want to control. Uh, you are um, jealous because you think you can't have that that somebody else has. So the emotional feedback loop that you actually should chase is fulfillment. Because fulfillment, it's up. It, it, life is about having a fulfilled life. That doesn't mean the systemic uh, 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 belief that it has to be sunny every day. And if it's not, we sell you a Ferrari, a pill, or a face job. You know, it, it shouldn't be that. It should be uh, life is hard. Life is hard, not because it's hard. It's systemically hard. Life is life. <laughs> like nature is nature. And you and because you are a living being, you grow. And by growing, when you take three kittens in a box, they are all cuddly and much And it, in two weeks, they're going to fight each other. Not because they're so close, because they're growing. They're growing. They get an experience. You know, cuddling with each other isn't enough anymore. They want to explore. They want to go out. They want to hunt their mouse or something. So the feedback loop, it, we always have ad, uh, adversity. And the best way to handle adversity is leaning in. When you have pain, lean into pain. You, you know that better than I do. Mm -hmm. When you have an emotional uh, thing, you lean into it. You don't start fighting, but you lean in it. You just feel it. Say, oh, give me a moment. Go out and feel, I want to kill this person, right? Or, or whatever. Get it out lean into it and what does that tell me about me and then once you have that then you get more and more fulfillment so for example i'm more and more in the moment when you are in the moment so i'm not focusing right now on oh i have to I have to run the dog i have to uh, you know pay my bills i'm here i'm right here with you and that automatically which you know but that's why you love the podcasting when you hear, and, and you couldn't just be like with a friend, you just think something else. You have to be here. There are 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you have to be here. And But what that does is it gives a tremendous uh, thing of fulfillment because you learn, you meet another human being, and another human being, meeting other human beings is essential. It's, it's, it's essential to your fulfillment because you're learning always more. You always... Uh, experience more of who you are because you are a piece of nature god whatever you want to call it that that woman is a nature god you know and this is and when you connect with those you feel that we are all interconnected you know we are all one we are not a system uh, uh reverse engineered system thing of how humans should be and and are we are one human family that created systems to help us, to support us, to be, to lift our human potential, not to just, to just, okay, what am I going to do? I'm a black person. What am I going to be this person? I'm, I'm a woman. No, you are, except in the, in the, in the mating season, it doesn't matter in nature if you're a, a female or a male. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter in, in which we see is there's woman, they're way more uh, uh, manly. Than, than men, and there's men that are way more feminine than, 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 than things. So all the gender, all this classification that becomes stereotypes, you know, uh, you know, we need to fight a war. So I think I'm taking, uh, you know, all the guys because they, they are, they have no, they're not sensitive. They can just kill. 
Yeah, but it's not true either because the best archers and marksmen are women. So even in that, you know, in the system context, we are wrong. But we do it because our fathers did it. Our it's over generations. And when we say, when you come, and that's why I say it's so important to separate the two. Human-centric, human-relevant, uh, human-centric life versus system-relevant life. And the human-centric has to be number one because we created systems. If there's no humans tomorrow, we, uh, systems are absolute. If there's no systems tomorrow, it will be hard for humans. But we will survive, I guarantee you. You know? Uh, we'll develop more systems. Yeah. We, we, we redevelop, so. we make more systems. Yeah, it's okay. Right. So let's tie this uh, going th- towards like the business world now. Yeah. How, how does a building of self-awareness, uh, I guess, facilitate more just like effectiveness, more efficiencies um, within companies by the leader and the individuals within the team just prioritizing self-awareness? I, I, I would say... Uh, First of all, the leader has to be always the most self-aware. I don't care what people tell me. You cannot lead a company. You cannot be a CEO of the company if you don't uh, are not the most self-aware person. Because even if you don't talk to the lowest people, you can see, because the fish always thinks from the head, right? From the head, whatever you say. Fish smells from the, from, not from the, bottom it's it from the head so it's always the same so when there's a problem in a company you know what it is i mean look when 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 one chief leaves and the other comes in it's just because you need to at least know it let's say you're in the hugest company you need to know your people that help you you know the the, the closest one to you and you feel that and when you feel that and if you're not aware you don't feel it you, you should look at the balance sheet and say hey chris is getting me Every month, 50%, you know, more. You kill your people. You don't think that comes back. If you keep hatching up people and and get me 50%, it's not money. Humans make the money. Without humans, you, you, it's not you, it's not because you get me more money. the, The more happy people feel in your environment to more humane, to not like I have, I have a job to be here, but that's just a job of the team. I'm not a hierarchy. See, in art is this better. In, in art, when you look at a, a conductor, you know, they, the conductor knows uh, a music symphony is harmony and disharmony in balance. Balance is the key. Because if it's only disharmony, it's noise. If it's only harmony, it's boring. In in in, it, in 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 a music. That's why I say I, I'm working on an educational program where you have group art and group sports. You have to do both. So the jocks have to do the the artistic, and the, mm-hmm. the the artists have to do the the sports. And if they can't do this running or whatever, they should be a, a whatever a water boy or a, a, a referee or something, because yeah. they have to experience. It's about the experience. So in art, in art you, it's about the peace. It's like the military. It's what you do. Nobody asks you to fail. Nobody asks, you know, how to get more thing. It's just like, we're going to get in there. That's our goal. And that's our function. We have to get from here to there. Uh, that's it. How are we going to do it? 
that's up to us. We can have a little bit of a uh, thing, but we got to get there. And and I think that's very, that's why artists and, and soldiers are very much, because it's human-centric. It's totally human-centric. Even though you say, what? Artists and soldiers? Yeah. I know, I know artists that go out with, with, uh, with, with uh, SEAL teams, you know, and, and they love each other because they understand themselves from a human-centric uh, connection, you know, of a, of a human-centric life. So I think when you lead, you need to be, you want to be a leader, you have to be the most self-aware. No ego, out. The ego, out. You cannot feel they are worse or better. You gotta focus on the teamwork, on the team. That's why I say key team is boss. Team is boss. When you have team is boss, you will be very efficient. I have a uh, yesterday I talked to a, a girl that I, I coached, and she runs that restaurant with ten people, and it's a huge restaurant. And she says, "You see a, a person with a with a black." Uh, you see a person with a black shirt, you're the waiter, they can help you. It's not like, oh, I, let me get you somebody else. It's they help you. And and that's and that's a team. That's a team. Everybody helps you. No, uh, mm-hmm. also not, not hiding stuff, not having, everybody feels, okay, the guy wants just money or the guy wants to just make himself important or is out for your job. Everybody knows it. It, when the, when your promotion comes, it comes, or it doesn't. It doesn't matter how you now interact with your team. And, and that message you have to give. I said, hey, if you, like, I love people when they say, oh, do it for the money. I said, if you do it for the money, go to a bank. If you do it for the love of the money, I totally accept that. Be a venture capitalist or go to a bank. Don't be in hospitality. Don't be, you know, to get get some tips. That's that's not a that's not a job. If you don't like like to be a waiter, don't get, uh, go into uh, into the waiter waiting business. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if yeah. So, yeah go, okay, ahead. go ahead. So, how do you recommend? I guess for building awareness within your team. Right. Because like, so the leader has to become self-aware if they want to be able to to run their business well, but how can they now help foster that with their team members? This is my trick, Chris. (laughs) My trick is to sense people and observe. I'm a big observer of stuff. I observe the people and I find certain traits out of them and then I make them a superstar. If in a team you gotta uh, you gotta give to the individuality, we are one of one. You you're one of one. Chris is one of one of eight billion. Michael is one of one of eight billion individuals. You're not the same. You're not can you can't be exchanged. Yeah, you can be exchanged, but it's not gonna be you. So I know from teams when they lost one person, it completely changed the team, which you know yourself. Yeah. It changed because people rely on that person and then they can't rely on the new person. So it is essential to make everybody a superstar. No, it's like the Justice League. It's not, oh, you know, there's Superman and then there's some super somewhere. No, 
everybody's a super, uh, a super. Everybody's a superstar. And you introduce him like that in the team. You say, hey, there's Mr. You know, what I, uh, I don't know what, what I said. Like, um, I'm just thinking what my last thing was. Oh, uh, um, bar, I said, oh, my, the bar, bar, bartender. I said, that's Nick from, that's Nick from Boston. And I said it like really, that's Nick from Boston. If you have a carburetor, he's going to help you. Look, he's the best. He's an artist too. And look what he does. Look what he, he's doing the best. He's an artist. He, he's, he has, makes the best cocktails. The people love them. They had something to relate to. Ah, uh-huh, the guys from Boston talked to him. And it's all forming this human interaction that we are all a family. I right. think when you bring family in the in the in any company, when it, that concept, you relate on a human-centric level, and the system-relevant job is easy. It's always easy because we had a we had a we had a cook one time, and we and there only were two cooks in the kitchen in a, in a big restaurant, and the, the the sous chef didn't come. They just didn't show up. So I said, you know, we have 120 covers today, and the cook was a team player. Not, I'm gonna take care of it. That's murder. I said, bring him on, bring him on. When you have your people that said, bring it on. And we said, we do it, we help out everybody. I said, can we help everybody out? Powwow, go. It went so smoothly, I can't even tell you. Because we gave mm-hmm. attention to, the cook was the victim, right? You know, that really was the, the, the real, the fact he was a victim. Because how can you throw three times as much work on him? But I said, guys, that guy didn't show up. Let's let's do this together. Can we? And ask him, can we? Because I I, I can just right. send people away. No, we can. Boom. There. Oh, you know it. It's just you gotta like you introduced me. That's that's it. You know, we have a spirit. We are here. We can do it. Yeah. And that's misses any. You are going to a company as everybody is dead. Because people are so frustrated. They can't do it. It's so much system stuff. It's, they never get to their job. It's like if you had to do logistics all day long and you could never be in the field to get there. You've got to get crazy. And that's, well, so on that, yeah. how do you, I guess, what advice do you give to, to leaders to kind of avoid losing themselves in some of that system-driven growth and rather kind of stay grounded in their humanity? Have a talk with you and me. Because, I mean, really, I, I, I mean, because you have to experience what we mean, not read stuff. We can, you know, read stuff and whatever. Anybody that listens to this podcast know what we know because we have, you and I connect and they can relate with their six senses to us, not with the words we speak. It's an energy. It's an attitude. It's a, it's, hey, we can do, we are not different it doesn't care if you're a different race or agenda. I don't care. And the team, we are one. And team is boss. Team is boss. It's, I keep saying it. Team is boss. I yeah. said, don't you tell me 
I'm a leader. I'm a leader. I said, I put, team is boss. You have you are one chain in that link, and you have a defined position. You know that's is to balance the whole thing out. Because if right. your CEO comes and says, "Where's the job?" They don't care if you the if you are uh, you know the leader or not. If the team doesn't work, you are fired too. It's just mm-hmm. you, you know. Yeah, it. I know it. So. Michael, yeah, thank you for all of this information. Um, you, you even gave me the, uh, the title for the episode, Team is Boss. I think that's yeah. going to be uh, yeah. what we, what we uh, name this one. I got three more questions for Go you. Uh, with the first being, what book do you recommend everyone should read? I would say uh, Eckhart Tolle is the, 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 well, the power of now, right? You, you read that too, uh, the power of now. The power of now. Mm-hmm. I think that that's uh, because it's not uh, a business book. It's a human book, how humans supposed to be. See, we don't get learned. We, get, we, we don't, they don't teach us how to be humans. And what we have through our lives have learned how to be interacting with humans. And when team is boss, you learn how to interact with human, whatever comes, because you have to work with the guests, you have to work with enemies, you have to always work with the whole gamut. And that's right. that you should learn in education, what it is to be a human, so that then you can do a human really good job in systems and they can support you. Right. Makes sense. Uh, what is next for you professionally? Nothing. I don't do uh, goals. I don't do goals. I I, yeah. I I just do the best job I can now, and yeah. and somebody could hear this and say I got to talk to Michael or I, I mean I was yesterday on a on a job thing. I said, oh my god, we got to do a, a, a podcast episode. You know, I was at the LinkedIn chat uh, chat about nine eleven and uh, autism and, and and neurodiversity because I'm neurodiverse. You know, so um, and and um, yeah. And uh, I, I, I wanted to also, I was also, work, uh, you know, contributing that that I'm, you know, about the wonderful power that art creation has for PTSD. You know, it's just, it's amazing, the, the, better than any drug. You know, it's just amazing the results on that. So, yeah, um, yeah that's how I, I do. Right. I do the best that I can. I'm finishing my, my sixth book right now. Uh, in my seventh book, and I have to actually uh, really think because tomorrow is uh, the Congress talks about uh, AI, and I want to drop that mm-hmm. on LinkedIn before that. So whoever late, right. late, that that they can, yeah. yeah. So you're getting busy, yeah, right after this, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Hey, where can people find you? Uh, in uh, Michael M. Uh, Michael Michael with two L's. MichaelM.com. And there is your the LinkedIn, and there is how you get in contact to me, and then you all can all I'll see all the talks I gave, and um, my books, my music, my paintings, everything is there. And uh, that was the last question. Okay, I thought you had a that was it. outside of out of promoting me. No, I'm I'm willing to talk to everybody and uh, work with awesome. everybody that is that really believes what we said today, that human centricity is mm-hmm. what keeps us alive because AI is not going to keep us alive. And it's, it's, it's going to make it cheap 
makes all the all the work cheap, then you are paid less too. Because if I can't get it AI made, I don't need you. And you know that's so. But but the, but the system. See, this is when when you're so distorted, you don't see who is paying for that. Without humans buying then all the services that come out, they are, are, you know, exponentially more better and more services and and products. Who's going to buy them when we have no money mm-hmm. that we can make? <laughs> it's insane. Right. It's insane. So there you go. Well, Michael, thank you for joining me. Awesome, Chris. This has been thank a you. lot of fun. Yeah, an honor. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. And for more information on how to build effective and efficient teams through your leadership, visit leadingforeffect.com. As always, deserve it.